Pop Culture Podcast. My name is Rick, and as always, I am joined by my fantastic co-host, the mater to my Lightning McQueen, Robbie. Robbie, how are you doing today? I'm good, Rick. How are you doing today? <laughs> so obnoxious. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I'm fucking good. I'm excited for this episode. Pixar tier list. Yeah, going, going back in time a little bit, a, a trip down uh, nostalgia lane here. For the most part, I think a lot of these came out when we were younger. Oh, I mean, for me. <laughs> well, technically, Rick, they all came out when we were younger. They can't come out when we're older. Oh, okay, fair enough. Fair great enough. St- great start for Rick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, getting getting picked up on a technicality. Cool. I learned from Dana. <laughs> Dana was just roasting me for like an hour and a half on the last episode. Yeah, this is, and after that, it's like, oh, I'm going to put in a lot more prep work now. <laughs> oh, bro. So Robbie actually prepared these next couple of episodes. So That's fucking right, people. Buckle up, buckaroo. Yeah. If you haven't listened to our last episode, which yeah, it would be the last one from now because we're... Again, bit of a peek behind the curtain. We're doing a lot of recording this week. That um, yeah, we had we had one of my really good friends on Dana, who we did when we did a pop culture draft for the year two thousands, and Dana just absolutely blasted Robbie the entire time, and I so, still came out on top. I oh yeah, well, we haven't got the results of the votes yet, but I I would disagree. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's been look, it's been a good lesson for Robbie. He's actually starting to put in some work now, which is good. It's not just me carrying the bulk of this podcast. So I'm really happy about that. It's a, it's a good turn of events. I'm really glad that Dana's been able to uh, to instill that work ethic into him. I just want to point out when I signed up for this podcast, uh, Rick said that he would do everything. So uh, it was kind of a selling point for me that I could just kind of <laughs> ro- rock up and wing it. And then he goes, oh, you should probably start prepping. I was like, oh. I mean, but here we are. I'm ask, all I'm asking you is to prepare for the subjects just, that we're talking about. Just make sure I know what I'm talking about. I do. About. I run all of the social media. I do all of the editing. All I want you to do is just know what we're talking about for the day. <laughs> for the day? Rick, we're recording. We're doing like three episodes. Three episodes today. Yeah, it's going to be a long one. Oh, lordy. <laughs> That's all right, bro. I got like 30% on my phone. I got my charger in the car. Oh, perfect. You actually brought your charger this time. Great. <laughs> I did forget the jack. It's just the cord, but I'm sure you got a jack. Yeah, that's all good. That's all good. Yeah. Okay. Once again, back into the cocktail corner today. This was a little bit of a last minute throw together because I didn't have anything prepared. And as obviously, as you can imagine, Robbie didn't have anything prepared either. You don't have to drag me down with you. <laughs> you know? Just constantly throwing you under it's the bus. baby steps, bro. I prepped. <laughs> I know that this episode was my idea, but I still prepped. I actually, fuck it. I did research. I watched some of the movies I hadn't watched before. Yeah. I know you did as well, but still. <laughs> we tried. We we really fucked it. We tried to we tried to make it so we at least one of us had seen one of the movies, and then we both ended up watching the same movie. And there's one movie out of all of the Pixar movies that we haven't seen. Yeah, unfortunately, if you came here today to hear our breakdown of Finding Dory, you're not going to get it. <laughs> we both haven't seen Finding Dory, so that one will be missed from the list. Uh, but you know, today today we're drinking uh, a nice a nice cool glass of Rusties. What get, is it? It's the... Get speedy, soothing, wonderful relief from the pain and discomfort of rust. Yes, yes. <laughs> that is that is what we're drinking right now. And look, it looks like gasoline. 
<laughs> it really does. It doesn't. It doesn't taste like gasoline. It's very sweet though. Probably went a little bit heavy-handed with the grenadine. Told you. But you know, I'm glad I tipped out half my shot. <laughs> we live and learn. We live and learn. But yeah, look, it looks good. I think we captured the vibe of gasoline. You know, if you want to look like you're drinking gasoline, it's it doesn't it doesn't do do too bad of that. But it's it's basically it just tastes like Jackson Coke with grenadine on top. So it's very sweet. Very very sweet. So as Robbie said, we are here today to do our definitive tier list on the Pixar movies. As we've done before, the the standard tier list rules apply. So, you know, it's the ranking. S tier is the top tier. A through F. I think you've got an F, don't you? I do have an F. Okay, so we've got an A A through to F for our for our rankings. We are going to do should we do should we bring back the vetoes? How many? Look, I don't feel as emotionally connected to as many of these as I did with Disney. Maybe we can do one veto each this time. I like that. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Okay, cool. One veto. Yeah. All right. So I, don't, we, I don't even think I need it, but I just want to see where you're at. I think I've got one in mind that I may potentially veto. It's whether or not it lasts that long. The veto lasts that long to actually get to that point. Cause it's quite Ooh, a, so it's at the back of the list. It is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is it light year? No. <laughs> the movie I know you haven't watched. No, I haven't watched Lightyear. It's too recent for me. And I pretty much only go to the cinemas to watch Marvel movies at this point. I know I know it's on Disney Plus now, but again, I spent yeah, this week. That's crazy, by the way. It was in cinemas like a Super week quick. Ago. Yeah, real quick release to Disney Plus. But it was like the fastest I've ever seen. I was like, because I was thinking, I was like, oh, yeah, people are talking about Lightyear. I might go check it out at the cinemas. Then I was scrolling through Disney Plus. It was like Lightyear. Oh, that's easy. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God, I don't even have to pay for it, kind of. Perfect. Yeah, good. I, I don't even have to give them any extra money. <laughs> so other than that, the other the other rules that we normally have of this is, you know, if we have a disagreement in the rankings, we try to average that out as best as possible, or we try to convince each other to try and bump it up or down however we see fit. Well, that's what the veto is for as well. It's just to skip all the all the all the middle mess. You yep. can just go, this is what it is, and then you can go, I don't care what you say, I'm vetoing your decision. Yeah, exactly. Or if you say something I don't like, I'm like, ha, nope. <laughs> just midway through the explanation. You know what? Veto. <laughs> I don't like where you're going with this. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you're about to make a foolish mistake, Rick. Let me, let me help you. All right, so let's kick it off. We're going all the way back, all the way back to my childhood. Robbie wasn't even born when this came out, actually. But we're starting off with Pixar's first release. It's Toy Story, the original Toy Story. Where do you have Toy Story on your list? I mean, it's the OG. Um, You know, it's not as good as some of the other ones, but it's definitely up there. So I've given Toy Story, the OG Toy Story, an A. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I've got Toy Story in the A as well. I just feel like this is one that, as you said, like it's really, really good. And obviously it kicks that of the entire thing. Pixar wouldn't exist if this wasn't, well, it wouldn't exist in the way that we know it if this wasn't as successful as it was. Um, but yeah, it's it's not as good as the other, as some other entries on this list. And I also don't even think that it's the best Toy Story on the list. Either. That is absolutely correct, Rick. So yeah, with, with, that, with that, keeping that in mind, I think A tier was a really good spot for that one. Um, I watched this a lot as a kid, though. I, I mean, again, came out when I was, I think, four, three or four that this came out. What year did this come out? 1956. Wow. That's... <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, 
We got him. <laughs> Boom. Roasted. <laughs> <laughs> no, it came out in 1995. So I was three when it came out. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. That's how old this movie is. And to be fair, it still holds up today. The voice acting is incredible. And even the animation, like I, we're going to talk about this a little bit later on, but like, I feel like the animation in this still really holds up to what we're getting from maybe more recent Toy Story films. So yeah, I'm, I'm really happy with that being in an A. I think that um, Pixar have mostly like early, early days. They were so good with their animation that even though we're what, like... 20 20, years yeah like 25 years in the future it's like they've kind of just like just gone more high def of what they're already doing yeah there hasn't been a need for a massive increase in quality you know how in like the disney movies they went from the 2d to the 3d yeah yeah pixar's always been 3d yeah so they've kind of just gone like yeah we're we're doing all right. We don't really need to change it they they definitely started at a high level oh yeah 100% do you know and this is absolutely wild because I can't, like, it's it's so hard to believe that Toy Story, I mean, when I say it's so hard to believe, not the not that this is a knock on Toy Story at all, but just like on our culture as a whole, Toy Story has a 100% on Rotten Tomatoes critics rating. Holy shit. Like, how insane is that? Out of 96 reviews, 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. My God. That's insane, right? Like you never see something that has 100%. There's always somebody that's knocking it. And this is basically, yeah, you know, I mean, obviously it's the critics rating and, and it's Rotten Tomatoes. So, you know, take with it what you get. But even the audience score is a 92%. You heard it here first, folks. Toy Story, the original, is the the Rotten Tomatoes version of Citizen Kane. Yeah. The Toy Story, the original Toy Story is a perfect film, apparently. <laughs> By the way, have you ever seen Citizen Kane? I have not watched Citizen Kane. Everyone, no. like, uh, it's like, apparently it's a thing that's like the best movie ever, but you either love it or it's so boring. Yeah, like it's a little bit before my time. And I, I think that because of the kind of person that I am and the movies that I watch, I feel like I'd be in the in the portion that finds it so boring. Um, yeah. <laughs> apparently it was just like produced very well. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't doubt that at all. Again, and I've seen it in a lot of lists of this is one of the greatest films of all time, but... I just, I know that it's not for me. <laughs> I like, I, a lot of the times I think that I am kind of the lowest common denominator when it comes to making entertaining films. Like just make it fun and funny and explosions and I'm in. Like that's it. That's all I need. Rick wants Transformers with lightsabers. Do we not all want that? <laughs> that's, that's just Gundam. <laughs> you know, Gundam, the fucking... Um, yeah, the, the anime. Yeah, yeah, the anime. That's all that that is. Transformers with lightsabers. All right, that's Toy Story. So the next one that we've got on the list is one of my all-time favorites is A Bug's Life. Now, obviously, I've just said it's one of my all-time favorites. So I'm, I'm sure you can guess where I've got it on my list. It's an S tier for me. Is there any reason why, Rick? Oh, it's just incredible. Like, as a, as a kid, again, watched this so many times. I think this is probably, growing up, the Pixar film that I watched the most of. I think... The voice performances are great. There's the moment in um, in A Bug's Life where Hopper, the main villain, his speech that he gives when the grasshoppers are like, oh, why do we even have to go back? We've got heaps of food. And he gives one of the most powerful speeches in Pixar history. And just like, honestly, even to this day, I was watching it before you came around to just kind of like get myself amped up for it. And 
as a rewatch, like watching this as an adult, like as a kid, you you enjoy it. It's like, oh yeah, cool. The bugs, they're funny, haha, bright colors. But then as an adult, you're like, wow, this is actually like a really critical look on economic exploitation and a you know an unchecked ruling class that is just abusing the lower like the lower classes. And it's so fucking good. And I'm gonna put it in here. I'm gonna put the when when this audio actually eventually comes out and we publish this podcast, I'm going to put in the clip of Hopper's speech because it fucking gives me chills to this day of like, yeah, this is actually what like these corrupt ruling classes think. And they're just abusing us, the peasants. And it's fantastic. Kevin Spacey does an incredible job. You let one ant stand up to us, then they all might stand up. Those puny little ants outnumber us a hundred to one. And if they ever figure that out, there goes our way of life. It's not about food. It's about keeping those ants in line. That's why we're going back. Does anybody else want to stay? Forgot it was Kevin Spacey. Yeah. I love this movie as well. It's uh, it's probably one of my favorites. Uh, definitely up there. Just mostly, I mean, I just love the circus group, like the motley crew of just random people, like the ladybug that's a dude, the fat caterpillar, the weird magician praying mantis. You know, it's just and the whatever the little what are they slaters? Tuck and roll. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're so funny, and then. Just, it's just so, I just love it so much. I, can't, I haven't watched it for ages. So I, like, like I said, like you were saying, you know, I watched it when I was a kid. So yeah, it was pretty much just like, oh yeah, funny bugs, pretty colors. Yeah. But you know, funny bugs, pretty colors, it held up. So. <laughs> That's all I need. <laughs> I think uh, the last time I watched this was probably about, I think, maybe like three or four years ago. So, you know, as an adult and yeah, as I said, like just watching it back now and seeing that speech from Hopper and I was like, wow, this is intense. And I've watched, I've watched, I, I, I revisit that scene quite often because, you know, I hate a corrupt government as, as everybody should, but it was just, yeah, it's just something which has always, always really gotten me. So yeah, I, it's an S tier for me, not only for the quality of the film, but also for the message that it portrays. (laughs) Wow, Rick, that's like super woke of you. Yeah. You know, everybody um, stand up. Wake up, guys. Come on. <laughs> I, I've also put this in an S tier. I just remember when it came out, it came out at a similar time to DreamWorks Ants. Oh, yes. Like they, yep. came, they came out at pretty much like the same time. And it was like, well, what do you like? Do you like Ants or do you like Bugs Life? And Ants creeped me the fuck out. Ants looked weird. Yeah. It was just like, I hated that movie. Like I... I've watched it since and I was like, oh, I, it's all right. But the bug's life, the ants just like, they're like, they're kind of like people, you know what I mean? Yeah, they and they're kind of like cartoony ants, yeah, like the, they're cute. The, <laughs> the ants in ants, they were just like freaky looking. I was just like, oh my like God. Like super then, angular heads. And, and I remember like they're in like a war or something like with that. With the termites, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. And I was just like, what the hell is yeah i'm so yeah. scared I was like, it, I, in the ants wasn't there a scene where like after the battle because i can't is z z was the main character he like snuck into the military to to try and be like a big brave soldier bug so he could impress the princess or whatever it was Something like that. and then didn't like the commander get his head cut off and oh, i can't even remember. i'm pretty sure there's a scene where 
Z is just talking to the dead commander's head. Like, like the, the head is talking back to him. And yeah, I remember watching that as a child in the cinema. We went and watched this one in the cinemas. And I was like, what the hell is going on? This is awful. Like terrifying. I was not a fan of ants at all. Yeah. So anyway, Bugs Life. S. S tier. Easy S tier for there. So we'll move on to Toy Story 2. Toy Story 2 is, in my opinion, the, the best, best of the toy. Yeah, the best of the Toy it's Stories. It's the best Toy Story. Yeah. Fight me. <laughs> actually, actually fight me. It's yeah. the best Toy Story and it's one of the best Pixar movies. I don't need to explain myself. One of the- I will say intro of Jesse and Bullseye. Thank you. Yes. And Stinky Pete. Stinky Pete. <laughs> I love Stinky Pete. <laughs> the old prospector. Yeah. Yeah, the 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 switch villain at the end. We also get uh Buzz finding out that Zerg is his dad in this. Well the the uh the secondary buzz with the utility belt, which is great. I love that so much. I think this has one of Pixar's I mean Pixar does this really well where they put in like incredibly emotional scenes into their movies, but Oh, with Jesse? Yeah, yeah. Oh Jesse singing When She Loved Me. Oh, my God. Oh, I, d- I literally just said She Loved Me and I got, like, <laughs> shivers. <laughs> Sorry, Rick. It's Cor- Cora's only gone for a couple hours. <laughs> She's coming back. It's, yeah, it's incredibly heavy. And I think, yeah, really obviously portrays the life of a toy, a forgotten toy, very, very well. And <laughs> were if- you, when, when Toy Story 2 came out, were you, like... How old were you? Seven. Yeah, so you were a kid kid. Yeah, yeah. Did that affect you emotionally on how you treated your toys? So I had a toy um, that was very important to me as a child, and it was a soft toy baby tiger, which I was very creative with and called baby tiger. And that was like, that that scene played, and I, <laughs> I grabbed my baby tiger and squeezed him in really close. He was like, I love you, baby tiger. I'll never forget you. I was the exact same, <laughs> Like, literally, like, all my toys. I was like, I said it to my soft toys. I said it to my Lego. I was just like, I would never let you go. <laughs> and now I just feel like a liar and a bubble yeah. person. And where are they now? I'm going to my shed when I get home. <laughs> Digging them out, I will find them. Filling up my bedroom once again. <laughs> People will come around and be like, is Robbie doing okay? <laughs> is Robbie going through some hard times right now? He's going through something, all right? Having I'll a take, mental break. I'll take them up to work with me. <laughs> Just like, it's all right, guys. It's we'll right. never be apart again. <laughs> we'll, take, we'll take on this adventure together. Uh, so yeah, Toy Story 2, easy S tier for the both of us. So we're actually, we're doing pretty well so far, agreeing on everything. Uh, but I think I think the next one we're a little bit separated on. So the next one on the list is Monsters, Inc. Where do you have Monsters, Inc.? Monsters, Inc. is, in my opinion, right? <laughs> opinion. Uh, top three Pixar movie. Wow, okay. I've already given out two S tiers, so, <laughs> you know, it's an S tier, baby. Yeah, right. I'm okay. Not, I don't want to hear zip from you, all right? Well- This movie was everything to me as a child. <laughs> I, me, my sister, my little brother, we watched it all the time. We had the computer game that we used to play where you had to like park the cars and file the files and, you know, scare the kids to fill up the canisters and stuff. This movie was a part of my life for years because my parents never let us get other computer games. They were like- no, no, no. You could, you, this one's good because it's like kid friendly. You can't have any others. Can't I mean, have Age of Empires. <laughs> I actually did have that. Age of Empires was 
So good. I had Age of Empires 2. That was like the only like big kid grown-up game that yeah. we were allowed. I had Age of Empires 2, the Monsters Inc. game, and I had a Power Rangers Time Force game on the computer. Nice. That was it. So you never had Age of Mythology either? <sighs> Shut up. Oh, Age of Mythology was an absolute banger. Until I was so like, good. Th- those three games were the ones that I had until I was about seven. And then I got Star Wars Age of Empire. Uh, was it? Oh, is that yeah, it's kind of like the Age of Empire style. It was it was like it was like Empire at War or something like that. Yeah. It was yeah. It, was, it was literally just Age of Empire Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. And it was glorious. <laughs> but no, no. Anyway, Monsters Inc. I don't know why I'm defending Monsters, Inc. It's fucking great. Sully and Mike and Boo are just so good together. And I had a good villain in... I can't even remember the dude's name. Waternoose? That's the one. Waternoose and Randall. Randall, yeah. Randall was pretty iconic. And then I had that slug lady, what was her name? That ended up being like a spy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Always watching you. Yeah. (laughs) Look, I... You, I don't know if you want to use your veto here, but I have Monsters, Inc. in a B tier. In a B tier. Yeah. Not a bad movie. And I, I do enjoy it. I think it's fun. I think it's a really enjoyable film. I really enjoyed seeing the different kinds of monsters. And, you know, like I felt like it was the creators just having a chance to kind of let their imagination run wild a little bit. But I think when I look through my list, there's a lot of things in here that hit me much harder than Monsters, Inc. And I don't have that nostalgic tie to it like I'm you do. I'm just looking at the other S tiers I've got loaded and just seeing if I think you'll agree with them. I know you agree with one of them. I'm not... I, I like Monsters, Inc. more than I like the other S tier. Actually, no, I don't. No, all right. We'll put it in A. So uh, split the difference, Monsters, Inc. in A? Yep. Are you okay with that? I am, because I'd rather that my other S tier be an S tier than Monsters, Inc. I'm curious as to what that is now, because I only have... I have two S tiers left after this. Oh, does that mean this next movie is an S tier? The next one? Yeah. Well, shall we find out? Sure. So the next movie is Finding Nemo. Now, Finding Nemo, I think, if my research is correct and my memory serves me well, was the first Pixar film to win Best Animated Picture. Oh, I may be incorrect in that, but let me just do a quick Google here and double check that because Monsters, Inc. didn't win it. All right. (laughs) Neither did Toy Story. Toy Story didn't win it. I don't think Toy Toy Story 2 didn't win it either. Neither did Bugs Life. Neither did Bugs Life. So I have a feeling I am correct in saying that it is the first. I mean, um, Monsters, Inc. did win an Academy Award for Best Original Song. Yeah. What song was that? It was If I Didn't Have You, which was sung by, yeah, sung by Mike and Sully. I wouldn't have done if I didn't have you. I love that song. (laughs) I should have fought harder for you. (laughs) So, yeah, so the next one is Finding Nemo, which was the first Pixar film. And I should have mentioned this at the top, but Pixar has absolutely dominated the animated films they are the record holder for most wins in uh, Best Animated Film with 11. So there is some very high quality films yeah, in Pixar. Yeah, but that's out of 26 movies. Yeah, but they're also not the only people that are creating animated films. Oh, yeah. You're right. You're right. <laughs> like, that's more than Disney. You know what I'm saying? Like, they are... Just remember, it's Disney Pixar. It is now, but it wasn't back then. 
When did Disney become a part of Pixar? Oh, I don't know. Now you're asking me to do more research. I'm just, uh, just do your own prep work, Robbie. This isn't prep work. This is conversation. <laughs> but yes, best best animated film is yeah, Nemo was the first one. So, and it's in Australia. And it's set in Australia. I have Finding Nemo in an A tier. Oh, thank God! I thought you were going to put an S. No, no. After all that hoo ha. But I mean, it's a it's a really high quality film, and I remember when this came out, it was such a big deal. I remember seeing it in the cinema with my family. Yeah, it was huge. Two thousand and three that it was released, and absolutely massive. Like everybody was talking about Finding Nemo. I remember going to the shops with my nan, and I feel like I didn't have to go this hard because nan would always buy me whatever I wanted when we went shopping together. Just humble brag, okay. <laughs> just selling the hell out of Finding Nemo. I'm like, Nan, it's it's the best picture of all time. Like this is this is this is the first animated the if best. You were a kid. It was you just turned to your grandma and went, Nan, it's the best picture ever. You're already old. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 2003. I was 11 at the time. Grandmama, and just, these are the best moving pictures I've ever seen. <laughs> Please, Grandmama. <laughs> That's how I imagine you as a child. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, raised in like the 20s. <laughs> I knew it. But yeah, yeah, A tier for me. Really enjoyable. Obviously, like an iconic film and really, really good voice work. I am not a fan of Ellen DeGeneres, so I never really like, especially nowadays, don't get the hype about Dory. And when they had, and we, I mean, we're not going to talk about Finding Dory, so we may as well put it in here now. When Finding Dory came out, that was kind of like at the height of the Ellen DeGeneres is a bad person talk. It was, wasn't it? And it was so weird to think about that. And I don't know. Yeah, it's that's kind of, I think, maybe soured the whole Finding Nemo thing for me a little bit. Watched it a few times as a kid. I can I can appreciate that it's a really good movie. The opening scene is heartbreaking, but I also didn't really like Marlon as a dad. I found he was just a bit of like an, like, obviously very protective and he's dealing with. He was an alcoholic. An alcoholic? I'm joking. <laughs> Where the hell did that come from? <laughs> Do you not remember the scene when he was swimming in the bottle? No. That's <laughs> uh, because it didn't happen. But yeah, A tier for me. Did you, you also had it in an A tier then? I did also have it in an A tier. I just remember watching this in the cinemas and then two days later watching it in the cinemas again. And I think this was like the first movie that I'd ever seen multiple times in a cinema. Yeah, right. Okay. Which I haven't done very often anyway. Yeah. But it was like, I went with my my parents. I went with my dad and then my mum wanted to see it. So I went with her and then my cousins wanted to see it. So I went with them. And then I think I went again with some of my friends. So you went like four times? Yeah. Wow. I was like, yeah, this movie's sick. And then also, I, I don't know why this like helps me like so much, but if I've played a game yeah of a movie. <laughs> i'm just like big ups this get this movie and i had finding nemo the game boy game and i still do wow i have it at home i played it like four months ago it still works so big big place in my heart this game this movie yeah playing video games definitely helps like having a good video game absolutely helps with the nostalgic memories of a, of a movie see the thing is right movies can get good games games don't get good movies no no it doesn't work in reverse unfortunately well i haven't seen have you seen uncharted the I new have, tom I holland have, movie I no have. you have good I have. no yeah okay i'm not surprised 
I'm not surprised at all. It's not bad, but it's also nowhere near as good as the Uncharted games. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it's not, not the same quality. It's not, oh yeah, it's not on the same quality. So yeah, where's that? Yeah, well, I won't rush to see it then. <laughs> uh, only reason I watched it is because it was like when I was flying home from Melbourne and it was on the plane. I was like, yeah, I'm not paying to see this. Yeah, fair. fair. I'll, I'll watch it while I'm trying to survive a flight. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Okay, let's get into our next one. Which right, I'm vetoing your decision. Wait, what's your decision? <laughs> I want to know your decision now because you've already vetoed me. No. <laughs> well, well, let's introduce the movie. So the movie that we're going to be talking about now is The Incredibles. So, Robbie, where do you have The Incredibles? You first. I have The Incredibles as an ass. All right, then ignore my veto. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I wanted, Rick. Wow, you came in really hard there. <laughs> yeah, well, you didn't put Monsters, Inc. in an S. And I was like, maybe he hates Incredibles as well. He clearly has poor days. No, I love The Incredibles. The Incredibles is, I mean, obviously, as a young lad that grew up watching, like, you know, enjoying superheroes, clearly. That's half of what we talk about here. Well, probably even more than half of what we talk about here. You know, this was just a, a child-friendly version of the Fantastic Four, essentially, but an actual family. And it was just, yeah. I, there was five of them. Well, yeah, I guess if you include Jack-Jack the baby, who we found, you know, he does have superpowers by the end. Um, loved Frozone. Frozone was super cool. Samuel Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson, yeah. If he had superpowers. And, you know, I think, I <laughs> yeah, I think he was one of my favorite parts of the entire film. And if I could pick any of their powers, he's the powers that I would have. You want to be a weak version of Iceman? We don't know how weak Frozone is. We don't know how strong he no, can actually be. No, but we be. know that he needs like moisture and he ha- like he can't be dehydrated or whatever. Maybe he has Ice Iceman explored. can literally just turn himself into ice. Okay? Yeah. So he's a weak version of Iceman. I mean, that being said... Iceman is also an Omega-level mutant and exactly. one of the most powerful mutants. That's so exactly what I'm saying, Rick. Being a weaker version of that isn't necessarily a bad thing. I know, but when you've got characters like Dash, I mean, like... I mean, Dash is cool. Violet's powers are obviously, like, OP. very... Yeah, you know, you can <laughs> utilize those a lot. OP. Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's the invisible woman. She can just kill people for yeah. fun. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I just always found Frozone to be the coolest so i mean yeah he's swaggy yeah absolutely so yeah no s easy s tier for me for the incredibles yeah no 100 also killer video game just saying i never played the incredibles video game actually get woke <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of the uh the villain buddy uh do you mean syndrome? syndrome yeah i loved it i was like what that's so crazy that he, he like mass produced his for he what was he like a weapons yeah, and basically, like, essentially devoted his life to make everybody superhero so that nobody was a superhero. Yeah, I yeah. was like, that's dedication. Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, like, to go out the way he did, so funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not capes. Yeah, and that, that, that's the, that was my next thing. Like, Edna, Edna is an absolute icon. So, yeah, it just, it had a lot of really, like, even outside of the family, the main four characters, the people around them were all kind of iconic as well. So, it's just, yeah. <laughs> the little kid at the house. The babysitter? Nah. Oh, yeah, when he's back. The, the kid in the trike with, like, the fucking bubble gum. Like- well, what are you waiting for? I don't know. Something amazing, I guess. Nah, great movie. Easy, easy S tier for The Incredibles. Damn it. Should have used my veto on Monsters, Inc. 
Well, you did say before we started recording, we can go back and change things. So, well, you're gonna what? You want to veto my monsters in retroactively now? I'm gonna wait until we're like right at the end to see what what we're looking at. If we need to make any drastic changes, okay, <laughs> just hold on to it the very last minute. That's exactly what I'm gonna do. All right. Well, our next one is cars. <sighs> this might be it. <laughs> <laughs> I know you don't like this movie. I'm not a fan of the Cars franchise. I don't understand that. I really don't. This, this movie changed my life, Rick. <laughs> life is a highway. All right? Why? <laughs> Again, great video game. <laughs> I think from this point on, I don't think I've played any of the video games anymore. Rick, it's just a racing game, but you are the Cars. Like yeah, you- but you've got to realize that at this point, Cars, when did Cars, the original Cars come out? I don't know, probably like 2007. I would have been like 15 if that's the case. Yeah, well, do you like any movies at this point after these? No, no, no. I'm talking about the video games. Oh, okay. oh no, Cars came, yeah, Cars came out in 2006, so I would have been 14. So at this point, I was playing adult games. And you were what? Oh. You were seven? Eight? 2006? Yeah. Oh, seven. Seven, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> Maybe six, depending so, <laughs> on what it was. There's a little bit of a difference into, you know, the video games that we're playing right now. Whatever, bro. <laughs> Joke's on you. I didn't actually have a console growing up because my parents forbade it. My, <laughs> so dad, you- <laughs> my, my dad had a PlayStation and he was like, oh, yeah, this, my son will have this. And before I was born, my mum made him sell it. Wow. That's how much my mum loves me. Rough. So while you were playing the original Cars video game, I was playing games like God of War. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, look, I probably don't have the emotional connection to cars like you do, but I have got cars as a C tier. And it's the, the the first C tier that we've got. It's the lowest grade that we've given so far. Yeah, well, I have it as an A tier. So I guess it's going as a B. Yeah, I'm happy to, I guess, I, I know that Cars is probably better than a C tier, the original it Cars. It is, Rick. And there's worse movies out there for you to be giving a C. Look, I've got a few. And I will show you later. I'll show you, I'll later. show you later. I've got a few on my list that are a C tier, but I'm happy to split the difference on that one. That's not one which I am going to veto. Um, but yeah, look, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy to split that. I've got, like I said, C tier, C tier to an A tier. The B, a B feels right for cars because it's. If we're being perfectly honest about this, it's not on the same level as movies like Monsters Inc. or Toy Story, which are an A tier. You still know what you're talking about. <laughs> You don't know, Rick. Okay. All right, fine. You know what? I agree with you. Monsters, Inc. isn't the same as Cars. <laughs> Monst- Monsters, Inc. is actually better than Cars, and it's an S tier, and Monsters, Inc. should be. I'm not changing it yet. You're not vetoing it yet? Not yet. You're going to hold on to that for the because, entire episode. Because you've you've bumped me down on Monsters, Inc. and Cars now. <laughs> you got to decide which one's more important to I don't know, up I'm one more like, level. And like, I've got more coming up than I've got in the A. And I'm like, I know I've got more A's than you. So I'm just waiting to see which ones we have that aren't similar. Well, I'm really curious for this next one because Ratatouille is one that I only watched this week in preparation for this, this episode. Exactly. So you missed the curve. You missed it. And that might be the case, but I... <laughs> And here's the thing. I know that Ratatouille has got like critical success as well. Like I know that people like Ratatouille and like tout it as a good film. It's and it this, because it is. This might sound anyone a- can cook, Rick. <laughs> anyone could cook. This might sound wild, but I have Ratatouille as a D. And I'll explain why. But I want to know where you've got it first. I had it as an S. 
an S tier. Maybe. Maybe Ooh. I'm saying that to bump your average. <laughs> <laughs> you can't prove anything. S, S feels too high for Ratatouille. I'm sorry. That yep. feels way too high for Ratatouille. And I watched it last night. Are you going to veto it, Rick? I kind of want to. <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. All right. Truthfully, I have it as an A. Okay. <laughs> but I just wanted to bump up the average a little bit more so I could argue to get it higher. <laughs> but then when you threatened the veto, I <laughs> I immediately fell apart. <laughs> <laughs> just caved instantly. <laughs> well, I can't veto a veto, so I'm just like, I don't know. Well, here's the thing. Okay, and this I want to I'll justify why I have it in a D tier now. So You do realize D means bad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the so there was one thing that I enjoyed about Ratatouille and that was Linguini and him just being this goofy idiot. Yes. Outside of that, Remy being the main character, the rat, Remy the rat, I found him obnoxious and I found Remy to be like an asshole who treated the people around him like they weren't as good as him because he had a heightened sense of smell and taste. Like, oh, cool. Congratulations. You can smell stuff better. And then like, he just, he based his entire personality around that and then proceeded to treat everybody poorly from there. And like he, and talked down to them for not enjoying the food like he did. Yeah. He talked down to rats, Rick. He is also a rat. Exactly. With with like a next level, like a, like sense. So he's acting like he's got a superpower. Rick, he's a rat with super smell. Okay. That is a rat superpower. No. Yes. Yes. Ratatouille is good. And and purely just based on the fact that he's the main character and I found him insufferable. And that's why I've put it as a D. Is that I just I cannot get on board with Remy being a likable person and he's entire, a rat. He's not a person. A likable rat then. No, no, no. And the no, entire no, 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 movie no, no, no. is centered around him. No, no, no. Not a fan. It's a D tier for me. Okay, so was that we put it as a B then? What we go from from D to a B because well, you have got, it in A. Because I have it in A. Yeah. Oh, we could have it in a C. Well, that's just that's just ludicrous. How mad would you be if I vetoed right now? <laughs> this is actually one, like, there's there's other films that I am more, like, positively passionate about. I'm just going to, I'm just going to change my fucking list. I know you've got an S tier coming up, which I love as well, but I'm just so torn right now. I'm just going to veto. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Rick's favorite movie, uh, F. <laughs> so what, you're just planning on throwing your entire list out? No. All of, all of our integrity out of the window? No. Out of no. spite? No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I just don't like Ratatouille. And I don't like Remy. Hey, sorry, I shouldn't say I don't like Ratatouille. Ratatouille would have been fine if Remy was a better character. Remy. So how is that a D? That's Remy, a C. Remy, That's yeah, a because C. the whole movie is based around Ratatouille, no, like around yeah. Remy. No, but it's not though, because it's Linguini as well. And you said you liked him. And so. Remy treats Linguini like shit as well. Yeah, he does. And then he learns to be a better rat. Does he? Yes. How? Yeah. You hear that pause, guys? That's because Robbie doesn't have an answer. I haven't watched I'm the leaving movie. that pause. I'm not even editing that pause out of the podcast. I haven't watched the movie in so long. I watched it last night. Hey, wait, what is he? No, because they have like the fight or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's because Linguini's like, I don't need you. I'm, I'm hell I'm hellseek. Like he becomes like a big fucking fraud. That's then- not how it happens. There it is, because like he's getting all like the publicity, and he's like, yeah, and which Re- obviously he can't tell everybody that it's the rat that's cooking the food, and then Remy 
being a fucking vindictive asshole, Linguini puts him outside and says, you need to chill out for a little bit. And when he does that, Remy then goes and brings in all of his rat friends to raid the kitchen. So it's like having, imagine having an argument with your partner, right? Let's put this into a real world scenario. You're having an argument with your partner and you say, all right, we need to cool off. Let's just stop this. I'm going to put you outside. I mean, you wouldn't put them outside, but maybe you can go back to your house for tonight. And then your partner goes home and cheats on you because you have an argument. I don't like this. Linguini trusted Remy. Remy then goes out and betrays that trust entirely just because they're like, oh, we have a bit of a heated discussion and I need to take a break from this for a moment. Uh, you can go home for now and I'm just going to go back into the kitchen. And then Remy's like, well, you know what? I'm going to completely abuse your trust. Fucking scumbag rat. Still got it as an A. I, you know what? I think I might actually use my veto here because I feel like, I feel like my, my last S tier, if you don't have it at an S tier, it's criminal. And I feel like we can agree on that that I can probably bump you up there a little bit <laughs> unless you like are holding a grudge now. But I I would be happy to go to a C tier on Ratatouille and I would leave it at that. Is that you using your veto? Well, otherwise I'll use my veto and put it on a D if you want to negotiate. I'll, yeah, look, I'm not having it on a D. I'll negotiate for a C. For a C? Yeah. All right, and then we can both save our veto. I don't like you, so you veto. <laughs> I don't like it. Well, I don't like Remy, so this is kind of a... Well, I'm is... going to find a movie... Oh, well, you know what? I don't like Rick Sanchez, so I don't like you. What? Same name. <laughs> what? What a weird thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm flustered right now. I just don't know how. <laughs> I told you how much that movie means to me. Yeah, I know. I get it. I get it. And that's why, you know, I didn't want to I didn't want to veto it because I know that it's important, but at the same time, Remy fucking sucks, man. <laughs> All right. chef. We're going to leave it. We're going to leave it at C. Yeah. And that's Linguini being the most pleasant person in the world, you know, like being friendly to Remy. I just love the scene. He's just like, he's trying to explain to Colette what's going on. He's just like, I have a ooh. <laughs> yeah, look, if it wasn't for Linguini, I wouldn't be budging off of my day. Like, Linguini is... Oh, don't get me wrong. Remy is an asshole, but, like, I just don't think that that's... Remy spoiled the movie for me. I just don't think he was enough of an asshole. To and his poor fucking attitude and the way he treats the people around him. But that's enough on Ratatouille. <laughs> we work out. We're, we're putting it into the sea. If you want to use your veto later on, maybe we'll talk about that. I mean, you've still got, you know, Monsters, Inc. and Cars to think about as well. You seem to be banking these things up as we go along. So, Wally, where do you have Wally? I have Wally at a B. I have Wally at an A. Now, this is another one which I've only recently just watched as well. I watched this on Thursday night and I can remember as an adult crying three times in a movie and Wally genuinely made me tear up. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> what? So spoiler alerts for, for those of you that haven't seen Wally, but All right, so hold on, hold on, hold on. Now we need to discuss this. Have you seen Green Mile? Not since I was a child. Did you cry? I can't remember. <laughs> I was well, I think it was like it was on GWN on a Friday night and I probably would have been maybe ten or eleven. 
Because I watched that movie like a month and a half ago and I genuinely cried. Like it wasn't like a tear. I was like, <laughs> like <laughs> almost <laughs> weeping. That that movie nearly broke me. But no, okay, Marley and Me. No, nah, I've never seen that one. Red Dog. Yes, I've seen that. Did you cry? No. Nah. Endgame. Yes. You that cried? is that is one of my three. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um. Did you rewatch Infinity War after Chadwick Boseman died? I mean, I have, yes, but I didn't cry. I did. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't about me. What movies made you cry? Well, there's Wally, obviously. Oh, wait, Up? No. Wally made you cry and Up didn't? Yeah. Interesting. And maybe I'm getting a bit more sentimental in my uh, older age because I watched Up a few years ago, whereas I watched Wally now. Um, but the other movie that made me cry is on this list as well. And we'll get to that a little bit later. Oh, I know what it is. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that when we get to it. Is it your S tier? Potentially, yes. <laughs> we'll get to it when we get to it. So... Remember me. <laughs> So, Wally, I have as an A. And the ending for Wally is one of the most emotional things that I have seen in recent times. When Wally is getting crushed by the... <sighs> the little plants, you know, where they put the plants in to, to get them to go back to Earth. And Eve is just screaming out and she pulls him out eventually and he's not responding. And they finally get him back there. They finally get him back to Earth and Eve does all of the repairs. And for that split second where Wally doesn't remember anything, it was like soul crushing for me. And that's, I was sitting there on the couch. Cora had already gone to bed because it was like, <laughs> I was like, I've got to watch these movies before we record this episode. So it was late. And I was just sitting there, like, just tears, like a single tear coming out of each eye. Like, oh, my God, Wally, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's not an S tier for me. I find the first half of the movie wasn't as exciting. And like, yeah, so you, like I, just, I just remember this movie being, like, really boring at the start. And then yeah. by the time it kicked off, I just didn't care. It's It was very, very slow paced at the start. But I found, like... I kind of enjoyed that. Like it did suck me in a little bit, but I can totally see where you're coming from with saying that it's it was boring for you. But yeah, it's like I said, that that was that was completely outweighed by the remainder of it. And the the moment that Wally gets into space is like everything is fantastic from there. So it was an A for me. Could you would you say everything is awesome? I mean you could. <laughs> Lego movie. Different yeah. franchise. <laughs> yeah. Lego movie. Yeah. Love that movie. But- so you've got it as a B. I do have it as a B. So what's your justification for having it as a B? Uh, B for boring, Rick. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I need to explain. No, as we were going, as we were preparing our tier list, I realized aside from the ones that I've watched to make sure that someone had seen them, I haven't watched any Pixar movies in a long time, apart from like Onward and Coco, because I watched those when they came out. Yeah. But those were, what, like 2018, 2019, something like that? Yeah, a few years ago. Yeah. Well, Onward was like, yeah, 2020? I don't know. Yeah, I I think so, yeah. The point is, like, I haven't been, I haven't rewatched these movies for a long time, but I just remember not caring about Wally. Like, it was like, I was like, oh, yeah, it's cool. They're in space. And like, yeah, the people on the spaceship are actually living their best life. They're all fat and they don't care. It's just like, (laughs) they're in their hovercrafts, whatever. But I just, you know, Wally was cute. Evie was cool. Wally had a pet cricket, which I thought was like kind of weird. I think it was actually a cockroach. <sighs> well, that's just gross. In the first like first couple of minutes where Wally half runs over the cockroach. 
<laughs> I was already emotionally invested in the cockroach at that point, and like, my heart stopped. <laughs> was that was that just like a joke about cockroaches? How like you can step on them and they're fine? Yeah, basically, I, you just can't kill them. I've killed plenty. But then, like in the last scene as well, where like Wally Wally doesn't remember who he is at that point in time, and he run completely runs over the cockroach. Like again, shattered me, broke my heart. It's like, oh my god, he doesn't even care about his little cockroach friend anymore. It was so heavy. I'm sorry, Rick. I just like what. What was even the plot of Wally? What do you mean? Like, what was the? Do you want me to read you the synopsis? No, not the synopsis, <laughs> but like he starts on the planet. Yeah, yeah, lonely robot. He's the last robot on Earth, and he's yeah. just like cleaning up the world's garbage. Yeah, his only friend is the cockroach, the cockroach. until Eve rocks up, and then he falls in love. And does everything he can for her and then find the humans and the humans can come back to Earth to repopulate the Earth because there is now life growing, which is the plant that Eve was looking for. Oh, I still don't think it's an A. I still think the fact, you know what it is? The fact that you've got Monsters, Inc. in A, I can't put Wally in there. <laughs> you know what I mean? So if you bump if you bump up Monsters Inc, I'll I'm not going to bump up Monsters Inc. Well then, then Wally can't go. In. We've already moved past Mo- Monsters Inc, so I put that into the back of my brain now. <laughs> you haven't, but I have. <laughs> Wally can't be anything higher. Than Look, I, I feel like I've moved you on more things so far, so I'll move Wally down to B just to be a good co-host. A good co-host. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the next one on the list is Up. All right. Now we all know Up. You know. Apparently, like, the saddest beginning to a film ever. It is um, a sad beginning. It is a sad beginning. But, I mean, like you said, there's two Pixar movies that made you cry, and this somehow isn't one of them. Yeah, know? yeah. So, I, I don't know if that says more about you or the movie. <laughs> we'll leave that to the people. But after, like, I think the opening scene for this film, like, the sad scene, I think it's fucking brilliant. You know what I mean? Like, it takes you on, like, the whole... You experience like their lives together in like what a matter of minutes. Yeah, and it's it's good enough that it gets you invested enough in the characters that when she dies, you're actually sad. You know. Yeah. Um, but after that, when he's a grumpy old man and he meets Russell. Yep. I just, I just didn't really care about the movie. You know. What I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, it's cool, and like even even when they're up flying in the house, I was like, that's fucking cool. But then when they land at, was it Paradise Falls? Paradise Falls, yeah. When they land in Paradise Falls and then they find that other dude that's got all the dogs, I was just like, what the fuck is this? You know what I mean? Like, I just didn't I just didn't care. Yeah. I don't know. I think, I think part of the reason why I didn't cry at this is that I think maybe it takes me a little bit longer to get emotionally invested in people. Unless they're like... <laughs> <laughs> Stranger Danger really Unless holds- it's like the cockroach from Wally who in the first five minutes I was freaking out about. Stranger Danger holds heavy with <laughs> I don't know them. But yeah, I mean, I, I can understand why people find it emotional. I probably am a little less uh, critical on the remainder of the film than you are. I find it really fun. It I- was fun, yeah. But like all I really cared about was um, uh, Russell getting his badge. That's all I cared about. <laughs> that was literally it. And then when he, like, the best part of that movie to me was when Mr. Fredrickson is there at his badge thing and then they go get ice cream. Not the dog? Doug? Doug the dog? No, that dog annoyed me. Oh, I love Doug. No, I hated him. I, <laughs> Squirrel, fuck off! <laughs> Where did you have up then? Where did you have it rank? I've got up as a B. I've got it as a B as well. Okay, cool. Yeah. 
I, I was expecting it after you were saying all that that you would have it much lower. So I don't know. I just like I think I think it held like it held its own, and it's not like I think it's better than an average Pixar movie. But like a lot of people have it really high mm. ranked. Because not on of, not on the pedestal that you think other people have it. Yeah, because people like go saddest thing ever. I was like, that's the first five minutes of the movie, like, bro. Have you watched Wally? <laughs> <laughs> all right, Rich. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we can move on, buddy. It's fine. <laughs> All right. Let's keep it moving then. We both got up in a B, so there's not much more to uh, debate there. So we'll go into Toy Story 3. Where- right. I've got Toy Story 3 as an A. Yep. Yep. Same here. And I think for me, Toy Story 3 was- it's the true ending of yeah, Toy Story. It's, it's a really good combination of the story. The scene when they're, again, like Pixar does emotions really, really well. The scene where they're in the, the, trash, the trash incinerator- Boy, oh boy. <laughs> I didn't cry. <laughs> <laughs> but my palms were sweating. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, look, I definitely had a lump in my throat. And, you know, when they're all, when Buzz Holding is reaching hands. his, yeah, Buzz reaches his hand out to Woody and then Woody finally accepts it. It's, oh, yeah. It's, it is, it is crushing. But yeah, obviously, again, like I said, didn't cry. <laughs> it's, yeah, it Whatever, takes a lot. <laughs> Rick, you cried your eyes out. And I, it's not that I'm like actively trying not to cry. It's just, like I said, like I had a lump in my throat and I could definitely feel it. It's just, it was, it just wasn't enough to get me there. Not so. that I wasn't crying. It's the fact that I just couldn't do it. <laughs> Physically incapable of doing it. Um, but yeah, no, yeah. It was. Also, I just think that like Lotso was just a cold villain. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, it was just at the start, it was like, hey, hey. It was like Stinky Pete, but better. Yeah, you know, <laughs> the upgraded Stinky Pete. Yeah, like Stinky Pete at the start was just like, hee, hee, hee. And then at the end, he was just like, you can't leave. And then Lotto was like, no, you really can't yeah, leave. Yeah, I am essentially a, a mob leader here. <laughs> he was full mafia boss. Yep. He even had Ken. Ken yeah. the doll on his Poor side. Ken. And Big Baby. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I would have been very happy if Toy Story finished at Toy Story 3. Correct. But yeah, it was it was a very, very good ending. And I think like the culmination to the trilogy was perfect with Andy going off to college, Woody accepting that and moving on and finding another life with another kid so that he can kind of start all over again. I, I really appreciated that. So yeah, I think Toy Story as an A, as we said, it's not the best Toy Story. Toy Story 2 is the best Toy Story. Absolutely. But yeah, it's still a very, very, very good movie. Correct. All right. Cars 2. <laughs> I am not a fan of Cars 2. You haven't even watched the whole thing. Man. I've watched half of it and that was enough for me. Yes, it's enough for me to comment because I couldn't finish it. Where do you have Cars 2 before I give my ranking? I had it as a B. Okay. And I stand by that. <laughs> aside from the fact that regular Cars is better and should be higher. So... While we put Cars 2 in a B, I think we should fix Cars and put it in an A. Well, no, <laughs> because I have Cars 2 in a D. So we're most likely going to be splitting the difference here and going with a C for Cars 2. God damn it. Cars 2 for me is just... like it's a lot brilliant. Of, there's a, Rick, there's a terrorist car it's that kills so, cars. It's so dumb. You know, like a lot of TV shows and movies, they do their spin-offs where they take the wacky side character and they give them a... But like Pixar and Disney do it a lot as well, but they do... It's always Disney shorts or something like that. 
they gave Major an entire fucking movie. And like I said, I couldn't finish it. It was just insufferable. I can't. Yeah. It's honestly, I hate it. <laughs> well, and you're lucky that I didn't put it lower. <laughs> you haven't seen the third one. That's all, that's all I have to say. To I you. haven't seen the third one. And the reason that I haven't seen the third one is because the second one was so bad. Well, I'll have you know that the third one is back about Lightning McQueen. That's fantastic, but they've already done their dash with me. <laughs> well, just you wait till the fourth one, bucko. <laughs> so are you happy? Are you okay with Cars 2 to go into a C tier? No, but I didn't want Cars and Cars 2 in the same bracket anyway. Well, there is definitely a different grade in quality there. It's all right. I think I know where I'm going to put my veto now, but uh, let's just keep going. Are you locked in, are you? Hey, I'm not locked in on anything, Rick. <laughs> Don't try to pigeonhole me. All right. Well, Cars 2, we're going to put that into a C tier, so let's move on to Brave. Now, I haven't seen Brave, so this is your your time to rank, basically. This is all me, baby. <laughs> all right. So, I... <laughs> for research for the podcast, I watched Brave. I held off on it because I thought it was a shit movie. You know, without having ever watched it, only watching the trailer, like that dude that Rick hates. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I was pleasantly surprised. I enjoyed this movie. I thought it was good. Just, you know, obviously not a standout Pixar film, but I thought that it had good characters, interesting characters. And I liked that the witch wasn't just evil. You know, usually how they, like in movies, like it's like, oh, the witch, she's bad. Like the witch just did what she was asked. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Merida goes in, she's like, I want something that'll change my fate, change me mum. And she goes, no worries. I got you. Have this. Give it to your mum. Fate changed. Bada bing, bada boom. Turn your mum into a bear as if your fate's not changed. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I can see how that works. But also, it's just like she, the witch references, she goes like, oh yeah, last guy that came in, he asked to be as strong as 10 men. Turns out she turned him into a bear as well. I was like, is that the only thing she can do? <laughs> can, she, can she just turn people into bears? Because if so, that's a very specific witchcraft. Because <laughs> like also, like I told you she was a woodworker before. All of her carvings were bears. So it's just like everything about this woman. Was she like, just likes their vibe. Yeah, I like bears. <laughs> but no, you know, brave bears B. That's what I'm giving it. I like it's, it. I like the alliteration. It's, it's slightly above average, but it's just not like, you know, the... Better than Cars 2. Oh, I will fully back that. <laughs> I'll fully back that it's better than Cars 2. Cars 2 is probably more fun if you can get over the fact that... That Mater is insufferable. Son of a bitch. Do you just not have fun? Is that that's my question, Rick? Look, I try my hardest to have fun. <laughs> Sometimes it doesn't work. <laughs> Imagine trying to have fun. <laughs> Rick, fun's supposed to just happen, okay? Yeah, not when you're watching cars too. You son of a bitch. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Uh, Do you know Louis Hamilton was in that movie? Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> I really do not care. I'm not. That's not a testament to the film. I just thought it was a cool fact. <laughs> it doesn't add anything. It's just interesting to know. Yeah, I thought it was cool. All right. So brave B. Yes. All right. Cool. B for bear. I'm happy with that because I did obviously did a little bit of research myself. I didn't have time to watch Brave, but I did some googling and had a look at some reviews. And I think I think B seemed to fit 
as well. So I think, well, I, think you've, I think you've done a good job there. Thanks. The movies that I haven't watched that I've that I know you're taking care of, I'm just trusting your opinion. Oh, I trusted you. I'm letting you make the rating. I'm just saying I agree with it. Letting me. You can't, you can't <laughs> rate anything that you haven't seen. Otherwise, you're as good as that guy on YouTube. I'm going to veto your brave rating. I, d- I dare you because then you're nothing but a dirty hypocrite. <laughs> All right, let's move on to Monsters University. Now, given your uh, your love for Monsters, Inc., I'm really interested to see what you've got Monsters University at. It's funny you should ask for it because I had it as an A. Okay. I thought it was a really good prequel yep. to Monsters, Inc. I still think Monsters, Inc. is better. So I think we should bump that up to an S and have this in the A. We'll see how you're feeling about this. Well, I have Monsters, Inc. in, sorry, Monsters University in a C. So, well, <laughs> I don't see this going my way. <laughs> so, again, most likely we're going to balance that out and put it into a B. Yeah, go on. Yeah. <laughs> Which is still, it's still lower than the original Monsters, Inc. So, you're still getting what you wanted there. And for me, it just didn't capture the same joy. And, like, it just, it didn't feel like it had the heart of Monsters, Inc., they're um, in college, Rick. Yeah, I get that. They're learning to be themselves. And I'm sorry, but was it not like a beautiful moment? Like, I, I know he cheated, but when Sully like rigged the scare machine to be like on super easy. So knew, Mike could win. So Because he knew that Mike was shit. And he's just like, he's just trying so hard. Like he just wanted his friend to do well. Was that why he did it? Or was it because he wanted to win? No. Did he do it for Mike or did he do it for himself? Were the motivations selfish? Or were they an external motivation? I don't know, Rick. You can ask him. <laughs> now, look, it's I, I still enjoy it as a movie. Like, it's still fun to watch. It's still, again, like the same with the original Monsters, Inc., where it's kind of just the designs of the monsters and like, it's all very creative. I do like that. It's just, like I said, I just feel like it didn't capture the same essence as the original Monsters, Inc., so I couldn't put it as high. And I already had Monsters, Inc. in a B. So for me, the C was kind of that natural rating, I suppose. So as it stands at the moment, we've got Monsters, Inc. in A and Monsters University in a B. <laughs> Still hating it. So we'll move on then. We've come to a we've come to an amicable conclusion for that one. So the next one we've got is the good dinosaur. The good what? The good dinosaur. D. D. D for dinosaur. I had it in an E. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I truly don't care. I was just like, this movie is. It, I just ah, it's just boring. It's you know? yeah, it's average. It's. I mean, like, it's, it's like, below average. It, it, even the characters, like I didn't care about the characters. Usually like, you know, the, the the speechless character that's kind of just like wild, like the little kid was, that's usually like my go-to favorite character. Even he bothered me. I was yeah. like, you're just, you're actually a dog. You're a dog. You're a human dog. I do not care for you. Yeah. It's, and uh, I don't know, like I felt with the good dinosaur that a lot of the things that Pixar do really well as we've kind of like hit on throughout this episode of that they do emotions really, really good and they do fun really really good and i just didn't get either of those out of this and the main character the dinosaur just really whiny and annoying like really grated on me it's it wasn't it wasn't an enjoyable watch i mean he is a kid but yeah but still like like, i'm not i'm not rick in no way am i defending the movie i'm just saying (laughs) you know he's a kid (laughs) i mean it's just yeah yeah look some kids are cool you know like some kids can be fine and not be annoying and whiny that's all i'm saying some kids are well adjusted some aren't (laughs) So what do you want to do? You've got it in a D. I've got it in a. I I, I personally think this is the worst Pixar film. Well, uh, you're wrong. Um, but 
yeah, I'm happy to put this in an A because my next movie, I've realized something about it. And, you know. Oh, are you uh, making some adjustments? Yes, sir. On the fly. Okay, well, let's let's jump into that then. So the next movie is Inside Out. Yes, so I actually did have this as an E, but then thinking about it, I did enjoy this movie more than I enjoyed The Good Dinosaur. Yeah. So I'm putting the Inside Out movie as a D, Good Dinosaur as an E. I find that so low for Inside Out. I just hate, like, you You hated Ratatouille because of Remy. I hated Inside Out because of Joy. Yeah. And Sadness. Sadness was like Eeyore if I didn't like Eeyore. <laughs> and Joy is kind of, like, there is such a thing as toxic positivity. Oh, that's exactly and that's what joy. she is. Yeah. She's just like, everything's happy. Everything's happy all the time. Yeah. <laughs> but like, that's oh not how life I is, want Joy. You to die. <laughs> wow. I, okay. want- I didn't have that thought. No, I had, Rick, I, like, when she was stuck in, like, the fucking canyon of lost memories or whatever oh, yeah. like, oh my god this is it <laughs> oh, oh my god Riley's gonna be depressed forever now look no she could have just been angry all the time that would have been fine <laughs> just anything but happy <laughs> what I just don't I, yeah she was like obviously she was joy but like oh my god you suck so bad <laughs> <laughs> well I had Inside Out as a B um, I think Inside I'm not, Out I'm not okay with that does a really, really good job of showing mental health and especially in a oh, medium. Oh, yeah, you would say that because <sighs> you work with people and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I do work in human services. So <laughs> so I think it does a really, really good job of showing mental health and in a way that is like digestible for kids as well, that they can actually understand that. So I think I think the message behind it is more powerful than cars <laughs> like just as an example cars or the good dinosaur or you know why do you have to do cars like that i just don't feel like it's you know as resonant with me but i just i feel like it it's yeah it tells a really good story joy is insufferable which she does learn by the end of it too little too late for me i would say that she has more of a turnaround than remy <laughs> in, if we're talking about yeah, the main character learning a lesson main character aside which movie's better Inside Out bullshit yeah. I hate you so much this podcast was a giant mistake <laughs> <laughs> that's it this is our last episode thanks so much for listening guys <laughs> I regret everything <laughs> well okay I don't like it I really don't like it but if we're if we're going by our rules you've got it in a D I've got it in a B we split it and put it in a C I think quality-wise, it's much better than a C. You're, you're entitled to think that, Rick. <laughs> Should we lock that in then? As a C? Yeah. What else have we got in the Cs? Ratatouille. <laughs> <laughs> and Cars 2. Cars 2 should be a D. No. And Cars uh, 2 does not, not fit not, with like those. Like I said, Rick, we've moved on. It's too late for you. Oh, my God. Inside Out is a C. Lock it in. Final. Oh Yay! My God, I feel so gross putting that in the same tier as Cars Two with Spy <laughs> yeah, Mater. Yeah, so do I, Rick. That's <laughs> fucked. <laughs> Spy Mater shits on Inside Out. Oh my God. Okay, let's move on to the next one. Cars, with- cars Three. <laughs> Guess what, baby? I haven't watched this, so go for it. It's an F. It's an F. It's the first F we've ever put on a tier list. Thank God. Cars, 
Cars 3. The way that you've been like riding for cars and the fact that I've been trying to knock cars down this entire time, I was really concerned because I haven't seen this, so I don't get a say. I was really, really concerned where this was going to go. No, I'm glad. My, my integrity means too much to me <laughs> to give any credit to this film other than it's a fucking shit. Thank God. All right, Cars like this, 3. This movie is like basically, so Lightning McQueen's still racing, but there's like supercars now. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, okay. Yep. Like like new tech type of cars that are just faster. They can drive longer. You know, they're bigger. And Lightning's like, oh, I'm trying to keep up with like the, the young bloods and stuff. And he's just shit. You know, it's like, it's not his fault. He's just... He's just not built like that. He's just not built like that. <laughs> and the whole movie's him like, yeah, I'm going to be better. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna train in this facility, blah, blah, blah. And then at the end of the movie, he's like racing them again and he's losing and he goes, oh, you know what? And he turns to like this chick that's been training him. He's like, it's your turn. And she just jumps in the race and wins. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> why? <laughs> why? 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 So- no, I hate this movie. <laughs> Cool. All right. Look, I'm happy with that. I'm very happy with that. I'm just excited that we finally gave something an F. Cars 3 is an F. Because what when we did the MCU tier list, what was it? Was, wasn't Thor Dark World the only like D we had? That was our lowest, yeah. It was a yep. D. And we didn't have any... I don't think we had anything lower than a D in um, Disney either. I think Pocahontas was our lowest as a D. <laughs> Jesus. And Chicken Little. I think we had Chicken Little in a D as well. <laughs> I regret that every night. <laughs> Uh, the next one on the list is Finding Dory. As we said, neither of us have watched it. We messed up there. So we haven't seen it, unfortunately. I'll put that in an honourable mention when I put it on Facebook. Don't put it in an honourable mention. <laughs> I just won't even mention it. No, just, just have it as like a haven't seen thing. Yeah, know? okay. Just I'll just put it off to the side somewhere. Yeah. So the next one on the list is a fantastic movie. <laughs> is Coco. Remember me. And as I said, the other film that I've cried at is on this list and it's Coco. The <laughs> What part did you cry at? Guess. Guess which part I cried at. Is it when he's fading away? When who's fading away? When the great grandfather's like fading away. Well, I mean he's fading away throughout the majority of the film. No, as in like right at the end. Well, it's when Miguel goes home, gets home, and yeah, grandma is forgetting about Hector. And Miguel starts singing Remember Me to her. And then she starts singing it back. And then obviously Hector's saved. I I didn't cry as much as I cried for Endgame, but there's just no stopping it with that. It is just <laughs> like, yeah, the floodgates are open. The tears are coming out. This is it. I'm done. It's so emotional. I was listening to Remember Me yesterday as I was driving home. <laughs> had, it on in, had it on in the car as I was driving home from work. And it just put me in such a like sullen mood. I was just like, oh man, I feel like I've really ruined my day now because I'm sad. <laughs> I am sad. But sad, sad. look, Coco is great. The, the majority of the film is a lot of fun. Poco Loco is an absolute banger of a song. <laughs> so, so good. And I'm so glad that Hector convinces Miguel to sing Poco Loco at the talent show. It's great. It's such a, such a good song. I love it. Every time this song comes on, I mean, when you came around this morning, Cora was listening to the Disney playlist on Spotify and Poco Loco's in there. And every time that song comes on in the playlist, I just start dancing, trying to do my best, like... Flamenco. Yeah, yeah. You know, getting my hips into it. It looks awful, obviously, because I am... 
not good at dancing, but I enjoy dancing. Oh, hold on, Rick. And that's the main thing. Hold on. I've seen you twerk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can do that. <laughs> but look, Coco for me is an easy S. Agreed. Good. <laughs> I just think like... I love it when movies take you to like another world. Yeah. So like when they go into like the the afterlife or the, the underworld or yeah, whatever it's called. It's like, you know, usually it's kind of grim, but it was like so bright and colorful and just like stunning to look at. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like even that, just the animation, like, you know, we talked about how Pixar's set the standard very early on, but it's just like. It was just more refined in what they already do. Yeah, yeah. And it just looked so good. And then obviously, like, I don't think that there was a single character that I was like, oh, I don't really need you. Yeah, there was, wasn't, except for when, um, is it mum or grandma that ends up smashing his guitar at the start? No, I thought that was like. I was pretty heated about that, to be oh, honest. Oh, yeah, but that's what it was for. You know what I mean? Uh, like, yeah, I get it in, in like the sense of the story, but it did make me dislike that character. Oh, yeah. I was, <laughs> I was just like, oh my God, you bitch, just let him be a kid. Let him play his music. Honestly, if I grew up in a family that was like, yeah, no music, I don't know what I'd do. Yeah, it's such a bizarre... Because like, <laughs> I listen, I, I'm pretty sure I've got my Spotify on like six hours a day at least. Yeah, yeah. A, a life without music, it just sounds very depressing, doesn't it? The, and no wonder they were like, I'm pretty sure it was grandma because there was mum, grandma, who was the one that was like super against music. And then it was great grandma who was um, Coco, who was losing her mind and forgetting Hector, yeah. who was the great, great grandfather. Yes. Yeah. So it was grandma that smashed the guitar. Yeah. I don't think I've ever disliked a grandma before. Like most grandmas oh. in film are like, oh, they're so sweet and nice. And that was like, oh, you bitch. Just to throw it back to Brave for a second. When Merida and her mum's fighting, her mum throws her bow and arrow into the fire. Oof. And that's what kicks it off for her to like run off into the forest, like all sad and shit. Yeah. And I was just like, oh my God, you cold hearted slag. <laughs> wow. And then as it's, as it's in the fire after the kids run off, she's just like, oh no, what have I done? And it's just like, ah, oh, you're not that bad. You're this is just bad. a quick like public service announcement to all parents. Just let your kids have hobbies. Like, yeah, bro. Seriously, <laughs> it's not it's not that big of a deal that they enjoy things. You know, <laughs> just let them enjoy things. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Can you please take advice from myself and Rick, who both you know we have been, never had children. <laughs> we've never had children, but we've been kids before. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I, I I'm very lucky in the sense that my my parents were very uh, supportive of all of my hobbies. Anything anytime that I wanted to do something, they would like, yeah, sure, give it a try. I never stuck with hobbies. I'm one of those people that oh, starts things gross. and then gives up. You're disgusting. I just lose interest very quickly. You make me sick. But yeah, my parents were always very supportive, so I'm very appreciative. You're just of like that. my little brother. My parents told us you can have a sport in the summer, you can have a sport in the winter. I played rugby one season. I was like, nah. And then I played footy and I stuck with that for like eight years. Yeah. And then in the summer I played basketball and that was it for like 13 years. Yeah. <laughs> my brother went, oh, I'll try soccer. I'll try footy. I'll try rugby. I'll try tennis. I'll try hockey. He tried everything. And I was just like trying to get basketball shoes. And they're like, no, we have to get David hockey pads. He's trying to be a goalie this year. <laughs> what the fuck? It was like 1200 bucks for, for like goalie set. You wow, know how like, that's expensive. You know how they're like all padded out and stuff? Yeah. Thank God he stuck with it, but he also, he quit it and then went back to it. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, can I maybe get two pairs of basketball shoes this season? Like, what do you need two pairs for? I was like, yeah. I, 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 
You can only wear one at a time, man. Yeah. Well, you know, one, you know, for outdoor courts and one for indoor courts. So fuck you. <laughs> okay. It makes, right. it makes sense, Rick. <laughs> Don't attack me. I wasn't buying your shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Why won't you? <laughs> Just buy me some shoes, right? All right. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah, you got a little distracted there. Coco S. So Incredibles 2, where do you have that? And I feel like we're going to start moving through these a little bit quicker towards the end because some of them you haven't seen, some of them I haven't seen. And I feel like the quality for Pixar isn't as high as what it used to be. So we've got seven movies left. Yeah. I haven't seen three of them. Okay. I haven't seen one of them. Yeah. Yeah. So Incredibles 2, where do you have Incredibles 2? I have Incredibles 2 as a B. Yeah, Um, me too. (laughs) That was easy. It was good. Like it, it was good, but it just didn't. I thought it didn't live up to the hype of the original. Yeah, absolutely. I I really liked um I really liked seeing Bob the dad, Bob Parr, Mr. <laughs> trying Incredible. to be a dad. Yeah, try, <laughs> trying his best and just not achieving math it. Math is math. <laughs> I feel like that would be me as a dad. It's like no, I know how to do maths, but you're telling me it's wrong. Like no, no, no. This is not how this works. Like I ma- loved I loved that movie because that was my dad. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, to the point where. My parents got so frustrated trying to help me with my homework. They're like, just get a tutor. Yeah. Just get someone that knows what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. But no, yeah, it was, um, it was, it was still fun. It was still the Incredibles. You still have it's, it's superpowers for kids. Love that aspect of it. But yeah, as I said, it just wasn't as good as the original. So yeah. And we, I mean, we've got that in an S tier. I think like B tier again, it's still a good movie. It's just not as good. That's right. Yeah. So don't come at us for saying that it's too low. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> if you want if you want problems, I'll send out Rick's address on the Instagram later. Yeah. <laughs> I actually made you the admin on Facebook the other day. Have you accepted that? I don't use Facebook, so, no, true. <laughs> so I'll, just, I'll go do that after. Fair enough. Okay. Well, while you do that, we'll move on to the next one. Toy Story 4. So you didn't complete Toy Story 4. I didn't complete it, but I also don't really care if I don't because you told me what happens in the end. I was yeah, I did spoil it. Toy Story 4, I have that as a D tier. Oh, guess what, bucko? So do I. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> I just found, I mean, we, we said it before, Toy Story 3 should have been the finish of it. I found it really, I started to, Woody's really started to bother me. Yeah, I just didn't like him in this movie. And also, they made me not like Woody, and then they just didn't give me Buzz. They just disregarded Buzz. Yeah, they were like, "Oh yeah, Buzz is a secondary character," and they yeah. turned him into an idiot as well. Yeah, what the fuck? No, like he's like talking about his inner voice. He starts pressing his buttons. Yeah. He's like, yeah. "Oh yeah, copy that." And then towards the end, the toys just started getting very extreme with the way that they were. I guess you know, like in Toy Story. The, the humans are around, the toys fall asleep or they, they pretend to be toys. They were not doing that anymore. There is there is a scene where Buzz doesn't talk directly to a human, but is like in a human's hand and starts talking. And I was like, this is fucking wild to think that this is where Toy Story is right now. <laughs> I will say this though. Was it Duck and Bunny? Yeah. They <laughs> were love, fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love them. <laughs> They're like, oh, we'll get that key. Yeah. <laughs> It's gonna jump the grandma. Like, what the <laughs> fuck is happening? Yeah, I did. I did like them. They <laughs> and were then they're good. like, oh yeah, Operation Plus Rush. Plus and then they're Rush. like, what's that? And it's like, yeah, we'll, we'll wait for her to lock up the store, go home, have dinner, have a bath, and we'll wait till she's asleep. And then they're just standing over her yeah. with like the red light <laughs> in the background. I was like, oh my god. Yeah. And I love even it's Key and Peel, isn't it? 
that's voicing those two? I, it was definitely key. I wasn't sure if it was Peel. I couldn't, I didn't check the- um, I swear it was. Yeah, it definitely sounded like key though. We'll double check. A few moments later. Yeah, so it was Key and Peel that was playing Bunny and Duck. Or yeah, okay. Yeah, no, they were great. They were fantastic. They were they were a lot of fun. To infinity and my foot. <laughs> yeah, it's just there was another thing that really bothered me about this as well is the animation on the toys just seemed off. It didn't seem right. Like Bo Peep seemed different. Like she was definitely she had a different design from the original Toy Stories when she was in it. But she just like it looked weird, and I was it kind of it bothered me. Like it actually seemed to like. I don't know if you do you know what the Uncanny Valley is. Yeah, yeah, the turn like the term the Uncanny Valley. But they usually that's usually in reference to like things that are like somewhat human. Well, like you know when in Rogue One how they did Carrie Fisher. Again. Yes, it's like that. Yeah. That could not have looked better, but you still know that that's not Carrie Fisher. Yeah, it's basically like when something looks is like is human and you looks human, but you can tell that it's not human. But it, that was like not obviously the same because their toys are not humans. But that was the vibe that I was getting from a lot of the toys, like um, like Gabby and and Bo Peep. They just they it kind of like pricked the hair on the back of my neck up a little bit, and it just unsettled me for most of the movie. So yeah, mm. I didn't I didn't enjoy it as much. Well, I didn't enjoy it anywhere near as much as the other Toy Stories. But yeah, it was a D for me. It's quite heartbreaking, isn't it? It's just sad that yeah, like they felt the need to come back after Toy Story three, and obviously like it's a business and they're trying to make money, so I understand that. Yeah. But it just, I just, it just felt so unnecessary as well. Mm. Like it finished so well in Toy Story three that it just didn't feel like there was a need to come back and do another one. Okay, onward. I have onward as a C. I have it as a B. I'm actually totally fine with that. I really enjoyed this movie. Like I liked how it was like. Just regular world, but fantasy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then <laughs> their mom's dating a centaur yeah, that yeah. drives around in a car. <laughs> <laughs> no, I liked it. I had a lot of fun watching Soul. Uh, sorry, on, Onward. Soul? Oh my God, <laughs> Rick. That's the next one. We're talking about Soul next. I had a lot of fun watching Onward. Yeah, I, I liked the chemistry between Tom Holland and Chris Pratt. I think they did really well as brothers. I... This is going to sound so dumb considering how much we've talked about like when I haven't, haven't cried, but I got really emotional when uh, the older brother sacrificed his car. <laughs> I actually got quite emotional in that. Didn't Again, didn't cry, obviously. That car was everything. But like just he was willing to give that up for, you know, his, his little brother was, yeah, it, that got me a bit. <laughs> Rick, just real quick. Are you saying that there's a chance your brother wouldn't give up his car for you? Well, look. My brother has been spending years and years and years building a hot rod at the moment. And if it was <laughs> So the chances are slim. Look. <laughs> if it was if it was his work car, you know, just the old Toyota Hilux, I would say, yeah, look, he's he's probably gonna pick me over that. I would I would have to think about whether or not he would sacrifice the hot rod for me. <laughs> it depends depend on what, like, did you do something to get in your Yeah, yeah, did I cause the problem here? <laughs> it's like, Rick, yeah, you did this to yourself, buddy. I'll name my car Rick. So, all right, so onward, you're happy to put that into a B? Mm-hmm. So we'll move on to Soul then, which you haven't seen, have you? These next three films... They're all I me. I have not seen. These all are right. all Rick. I'm going ISO. <laughs> <laughs> he's ISO. He's ISO. So Soul, I have as a B. I enjoyed Soul. I thought it was really... I, I really liked the the way that they kind of portrayed the afterlife in this. 
and my god is that what this is about yeah kind of it's I thought it was about music it is and that's the thing like it's the way that it's interwoven with belief and existence before we are alive like it's it's a really cool story I, I would recommend that you actually watch it because it is a cool story i don't want to spoil anything but the way that it finishes with i guess it's not a spoiler to tell you that the main character the the jazz man he dies at the start and the whole story from there, because this is kind of the premise of the film, is him trying to get his life back because he's just gotten his big break in music. <laughs> I will say... <laughs> Poor dude. <laughs> I'm not happy with the way it ended. I felt... Surely he stays dead. I Again, I'm not going to spoil it. I, I mean, it, I, I'm still going to watch it, but like, it just... I, Pixar seems to me like they wouldn't really do resurrection. Yeah. Mm. Well, I'll leave it at that. (laughs) (laughs) You left it with my opinion. (laughs) (laughs) I'll leave it with that. And that's, that's, I'll leave it with you saying that. And why my opinion is a B is that it's a really, really good film, but I'm not happy with the way that it ends. Oh, so they do resurrecting. So, (laughs) so with that being said, B for soul. The next one we've got is Luca. Now, Luca, I didn't really enjoy. This, this guy's a fish, right? He's a sea monster. Okay. He's a sea monster that, like, when he dries out, re- resembles a human boy. So when he's in the water, he looks like a sea monster. When he's above water, he's a human boy. Oh, my God. It's H2. I just had water. But- exactly. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, oh, my God. I just didn't have a lot of fun with this movie. And the villain, if you could call it a villain, is this, like, asshole bush bike rider who, what? yeah, <laughs> I know that sounds weird, but there's a race in the town. There's a like an annual race in the town, and this guy has won it every single year, and he's just this arrogant piece of shit. And it's mostly kids that that participate in this race, but he's like started as a child and then just kept on coming back and winning it and winning it. And he's like, I don't know, probably, probably like a teenager or in his 20s now, and he just continues to win this race. And he's kind of like this local celebrity, but he's also a local bully. Like he just bullies everybody. The villain was kind of like <laughs> absurdly evil, but just like obviously also kind of incompetent as well. But I did I did somewhat enjoy him, but the movie itself falls really flat for me. So Luca is a D. Okay. And then the final one that I've seen that you haven't seen is Turning Red. Now Turning Red is okay. This out of these three movies is the one I want to watch the least. It looks so stupid. I would say you're better off watching Turning Red than you are Luca. Um, Turning Red has its moments. It's it's a good coming of age story and it's a good family story. She turns into a giant red panda. Yes, yes, that is is the premise of the movie. Why is it it big though? You know what I mean? Like a regular red panda, I I get. It's kind of like a family blessing slash curse. What is a blessing in that, Rick? Uh, she's super strong when she's a red panda. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of like she's kind of a okay. she's kind of like a Hulk because it is also tied to her emotions, and that's what I mean. That it is sort of like a t- uh, coming of age. It's her literally like the worst superpower. It's oh. literally her as the Hulk, but instead of turning into a gigantic green monster, she turns into a big red panda. That and that's that is it, and then yeah, the ending again, like it gets wild. The ending of it gets really, really wild. And again, I'm trying not to spoil too much for people that haven't seen this, but it is the ending is just absurd, and it goes like it goes from a nice like ground level 
family-oriented story to all of a sudden it's like a kaiju film. Like it's like Godzilla. <laughs> so it gets it gets really wild. It gets absurd. Turning Red for me is an okay film. Like there is parts in it that I enjoyed, but there is parts that I didn't. So I went with just it's just an average, and I put it as as a C. So Turning Red was a C for me. Okay. And now the final one that we've got on the list is Lightyear, which I haven't seen, but you finished watching last night. That is correct. Wait, did I finish watching it last night? Well, the night before. Either way. <laughs> <clears throat> Lightyear, I thought, was actually a pretty good film, but it just changed how I feel about Buzz Lightyear as a character. Because in Toy Story, he's like, he's kind of an idiot, but he's also like, you know, a hero. And in this, he's just, he's he's such a selfish dude. You know what I mean? He's like, I've got to complete the mission. Like, I am the best space ranger that there is. Like, I will be the one to do this. No one can help me, just me. Like, he hates autopilot. He hates the rookies that he works with because he's just like, they can't do anything. They're holding me back, blah, 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 blah. And then it turns out that the villain of the movie, Zerg, is just Buzz 50 years from the future. Okay. <laughs> so, it's like, the best character in this film was probably Socks, the cat. And yep. then also, like, Alicia Hawthorne or whatever, which is, like... Oh, that's like the granddaughter. No, it's the grandmother. Ah, okay, yeah. I just I heard the name Hawthorne. I yeah, like, that's, yeah. So Izzy Hawthorne's like the young one that eventually works with Buzz. Yeah, but she's annoying because she's like she's just overly excited and just is shit at everything. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then there's the the character voiced by Taika Waititi, who's just scared of everything. All right. So he's so useless. But then there's also this old lady who's like in the junior space ranger corps or whatever it's called to take off time from her parole because she's a convicted felon. (laughs) So she's pretty cool. But other than that, like the movie as a whole, it just kind of, it's kind of fell short. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just, it's still an adventure and it's still, you know, if you like space travel and stuff, it's pretty cool but it's just compared compared to the movies that pixar have done i don't know like just just seeing like the back end of our li- of our tier list it just seems like pixar is really dropping off yeah you know, yeah like uh after coco yeah you know what i mean everything's like dropped yeah yeah they start they they came out of the gates swinging pixar like oh, yeah, big time. you know if we're just looking at our list for example Toy Story, A, Bugs Life, S, Toy Story 2, S, Monsters, Inc., A, Finding Nemo, A, Incredibles, S. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, inc- like after Coco, we've got Incredibles 2, Onward, and Soul. Yeah. They're the only things above a C after Coco. Yeah. And they're Bs. They're not As or Ss. Exactly. But yep. I've put Lightyear as a D. Lightyear as a D. Wow. Okay. So you really didn't enjoy it then? No, nah, not really. Like, it. I, yeah, I just didn't think it was... I, I, it felt like Toy Story 4. It just didn't feel necessary. Yeah, you know, yeah. Because they, cause they they took a character that they already had and then they gave it something else. So you could have just given us something entirely new. You know, granted, probably not anything like Luca or Turning Red. So Yeah. <laughs> but like, like, like I enjoyed Onward. You know what I mean? That was cool. That was new. I hadn't done that before. It was like a whole different thing. And wait, is Encanto Pixar or is that just Disney? Ah, uh, it's just Disney. Ah, well, yeah. But Encanto's good. 
Encanto is a like a good movie. I haven't watched it. I would recommend. <laughs> well, yeah, but that that is the end of our tier list. Yeah. Um, I think we've had a pretty good. This is probably like the best spread we've had. Yeah. Yeah. Did you uh, did you want to revise? Was there anything that you wanted to go back now that we've completed and veto? Because we both haven't used our vetoes. We've just come to decisions on everything. Mm. As adults do. This is true. But I am, <laughs> I am young and naive. <laughs> but I do like to be bitter. <laughs> yes, I'm gonna um I'm gonna veto Ratatouille. Ugh, that's so bad. Yeah. And I'm gonna put it actually no. I'm gonna I'm gonna veto Monsters Inc. Because I think that should be an S. So you're putting Monsters Inc. into the S tier? Yep. And I'm happy with that. I don't feel like I need to veto anything. I mean, I could veto Ratatouille just to get it back down to a D, but I think I'm okay with it being at a C because I do appreciate that other people enjoy Ratatouille. Do you think that, Ratat- do you think that Toy Story 4 is better than Ratatouille? Honestly, I watched them both last night. I think they're about the same. Well, they're both Ds. Do you think that Luca is better than Ratatouille? Mm, not better, no. Well then, do you think Ratatouille is better than Turning Red? Turning Red? Nah, I probably had more fun watching Turning Red than I did Ratatouille. Damn it. <laughs> well, you said you don't want to do anything. You're an adult now, so you don't need a veto. Anymore, so <laughs> yeah, I think I'll leave it as it is. Oh my God. So we got one veto finalized. Our list is all sorted out now. So we'll wrap it up there. We will get the uh, we will get the tier list up onto our social media, so you can have a bit of a have a bit of a look and comment and let us know if we got anything wrong. But yeah, do make sure that you follow us on Facebook They're and not Instagram. Wrong apart from Ratatouille, all right? There are yeah, Ratatouille videos. needs to be lower. Shut up, Rick. <laughs> you should you should do our tier list that we just did, and then we could maybe throw up our individual ones as well. Yeah, I've still got mine saved, so we can yeah, definitely do I've, that. I've still got mine. So yeah, we'll wrap it up there. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you do follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Only Pop Culture Pod. And yeah, you can see our tier list up there and let us know what you think is, let us know what you disagree with. Let's put it that way. Let us know if you think our opinions are incorrect. You should probably watch Finding Dory. <laughs> you, um, can, you can watch it. Tell me how it is. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, yeah, we'll be back. Well, we've got another two episodes that we're recording now. So we'll be back Oi, don't, shortly don't, in the studio. Rick, don't spoil. Oh, we're ruining the magic. Yeah. <laughs> I'll see you next week, Rick. <laughs> But yeah, we'll see you again next week. We've got a couple of a uh, couple more episodes, a couple of fun episodes, I think, coming up. We're gonna gonna get right into. But yeah, make sure you subscribe wherever you get the podcast from, and leave us a five star review. And then yeah, we'll talk to you again very so- shortly. So sure. we'll see you again, guys. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you later. Bye, mom. Bye, mom. That was like a voice break on you there. <laughs> Whatever.